Hey, if it works to you, though, I'm not judging. As long as you're making the world a better place, then you're doing the right thing. But I wonder if you're making the world a better place by constantly trying to make yourself more powerful and stronger. Hello, Anderson Nation. This is your host, Anderson Silver. Episode 14 of Stoicism for a Better Life, Season 4, coming at you at 6.45 in the morning on a Saturday. What am I doing up so early on a Saturday? Well, I got a two-year-old. <laughs> That's one reason. And second of all, I have to go outside after I record this and take down two four-car carports, or temporary snow shelters, or tempos as we call them in Montreal. If you don't know what a temporary snow shelter for your car is, you're very lucky, and my wife will probably want to move in with you. If you want to adopt a stoic wife, uh, send your... <laughs> uh, but she hates the snow. She does hate the snow, which is ironic because we live in Montreal, which has four or five months of snow. So talk about not giving in to her externals. She doesn't like it, but she deals with it because she's always looking at the bigger picture. She's an inspiration for me, that's for sure. In any case... Let me wrap this up as quickly as I can because I do have to go work like an ox for the rest of the day. Ironically, this episode is about masculinity, uh, or rather toxic masculinity and toxic positivity. Unfortunately, stoicism has gotten a bad rap over the past little while, or at least as long as I've known it. There's this huge market of toxic positivity, toxic masculinity that's being pushed with stoicism. I get it. The business model is there. The market is there. Self-help stuff is like a bajillion trillion dollar market, I think. And love it or hate it, where we live today, everybody wants to be on top. Everybody wants to be in power. Everybody wants to own control, whatever. So naturally, people who want to cake up off of this and, you know, get a piece of the pie of the industry, they're going to have to push that rhetoric. I'm not here to do that, though. I'm here to just tell you what the Stoic texts are and, and what they meant and when they were written, how they were written the true intent of these things. What is philosophy after all? It's how to live with life, how to deal with life rather, how to deal with all this nonsense that we see, the things that don't make sense and irk us. How can we keep being good people when we feel like the world is not good to us? Quote unquote. That's what we're learning here, to be good people no matter what. Not to take philosophical precepts from three millennia ago and to turn them into parlor tricks to try and, you know, get the better of your contemporary and move on up in the world. That's not what philosophy is supposed to be about. So this episode request comes from Brandon. His Instagram handle will be somewhere on the screen. I'm not sure where we're putting them anymore. Everything is fluid. Everything is moving. Uh, speaking of which, if you're wondering what this thing here is, I have no idea. I just found it. I thought it looked nice, so I put it up. Brandon, a couple of things quickly. Thank you for your question. Great question. Send me more for next season, please. Uh, two, I saw you got some great art on your profile, man. If you want to send user art for season five, I'd be happy to share that stuff. I saw a picture of you with your uncle there at the uh, 2006 Olympics, I think. And my first reaction was, oh, it's Action Bronson. And then I'm like, oh, it's Kyle Kinane. So I decided that Kyle Kinane and Action Bronson had a baby and that baby is your uncle. So tell him I said, hi. <laughs> yes, stoicism, stoicism. <laughs> this is what we're doing here. Anderson's focusing. Here we go. We as human beings, our species is very opportunistic. Ever since we've had tools, we've used them for our benefit, whether it was to defend against lions in the savannah or conquer territories from other people to have 
access to cheaper resources, we've always used advances in ideas, technology, sciences, whatever, to our advantage. I keep saying technology, of course, because that's the most common example we see nowadays, right? Anytime there's new technology that emerges, who are the first two people that adopt it? Military, right? And porn. We're always catering to our animal instincts. Even when we're thinking with our cognitive capacities, even when we're being intelligent, we still feed our animal basic needs. Ain't that some shit? So stoicism is no different. Somebody in modern times read some books and went, huh, this stuff is awesome. It can help me keep being an asshole and a jerk and try and move on up on the ladder of the corporate hierarchy or whatever. Anytime you hear, take this and you can do whatever you want. You can get your job crushing, man. They're just trying to sell you stuff, guys. That just doesn't sound genuine, does it? I mean, not judging. I want to buy into it. But I feel like it's kind of like, it just seems like, over the top and too much. Anything I read about philosophy in general, even Nietzsche and Arthur Schopenhauer who wrote, put your will and manifest it into the world, right? Don't let anything stop you. Whatever you want, you can express outwardly. Philosophy has always tried to bridge the gap between objective reality and our subjective view of it. You can do this in virtuous ways, you can do it in cooperative ways, or you can do it in angry ways. And anytime I hear stoicism being used as a, go get a crush and you can get your job, Sounds really, really wrong to me. Hey, if it works to you, though, I'm not judging. As long as you're making the world a better place, then you're doing the right thing. But I wonder if you're making the world a better place by constantly trying to make yourself more powerful and stronger. Now, taking care of yourself is virtuous. Bettering yourself is virtuous, of course. You're part of the world. We all live in this world. If you better yourself, the world is better. But there's a certain tipping point there, isn't it? I mean, if you spend your whole life bettering yourself, does that seem like the most efficient way to make the whole world better? No, I think there has to be a balance there, doesn't there? And so we cross that line of toxic masculinity or toxic positivity when we become irrational with our intentions. Not our expectations, because we shouldn't have any expectations, right? And not our actions, because, well, no matter what we try and do, it's always going to be in the hand of the universe as long as it's outside of our mind, right? For those of you who read my third book, Your Dichotomy of Control, you'll recall anything outside of point zero zero in space and time is out of your control. And the further we get from that point, the less influence you have over things. So we cannot really bank on a result of our actions either, right? It always comes down to intentions. So where do you draw the line between strength and masculinity versus toxic masculinity or or it goes both ways. Strength and femininity versus toxic femininity, right? I'm a feminist. I believe in equality. But I hear some feminists who would hate me because, I don't know, they just seem to hate everything with a Y chromosome. Some people just want to hate. Some people just want to be angry. Some people just want to be in control. And no matter what tools you learn, if what you want is not virtuous, you will not be virtuous. Tools, like philosophy accentuate what we're trying to do. So if your intentions are not pure, you're not swimming up towards the top of the murky water where the fresh air is. You're working very hard, but you'll recall, working hard is not efficient. And efficiency is not effective unless we have a plan, unless we have a purpose, a reason, good intentions. Ooh, sound familiar? I'm gonna say go back to your necessities. Go back to your necessities and make sure any decision you make is always in line with your virtuous wants and needs. 
As long as that's the case, you'll never cross the line into toxicity. Oh, and I just realized I haven't even read a quote yet. I didn't even grab my book, honestly, but this is what season four is. It's honest. It's real. It's, well, you've seen what it is, right? Every episode is changing and I'm improving myself. And I want to show you my progression. I want you to see how real life is. I'm not trying to sell you perfection here. I'm trying to sell you a solution for life. How to live honestly and truthfully with yourself. Be honest with yourself first. So you know what? I didn't read a quote at the beginning. I don't even have my book with me. But there are so many pertinent quotes like book 441 from Meditations. You are nothing but a soul carrying a corpse. Or something to that effect. I'm ad-libbing here going off the top of my head. But that quote is a reminder not to put too much stock into yourself, your body especially. You will die and your contributions will be worthless. The only thing you can do that's worth anything is helping other players along in the stupid game that's life. This game that's nonsensical, that has no rule book, that has no finish line, that has no start line, that's just so random, clearly has to be a simulation. The only thing that makes sense to me is to help others. Because when they thank me genuinely, when they tell me their story, when they hug me, hold my hand tight and tell me, hey, you really helped me out here. Thank you. Or better yet, when I do something nice and then walk away and observe from afar somebody feeling happiness and joy and finding some promise in humanity and, and a new motivation in life. I try to do these things a lot, especially around work, little things that change people's days, that make them happy. That is worth something, at least to me. And that's what I'm sharing here. Stoicism for a better life. This is a platform that stands for making everybody better, not just ourselves. But you are important as well. So there has to be a balance. Keep that balance, you're good. Don't keep that balance, you're either toxic or you're Mother Teresa. <laughs> if you have to pick one of the two, you know which way I'm leaning. You guys have a great one. And remember, you know what the right thing to do is. You know it. So just do it if it's right. And don't do it if it's not. I'm rooting for you. <laughs>